0: Ladies and gentlemen, let that be your welcome. Welcome Welcome. back to the Midgar Minute, where today we are finally, finally going to cover the finale of the highly acclaimed.
1: Highly acclaimed, and will be even further acclaimed after this episode. Oh, yes. Reach new heights.
0: Reaching new heights for Japanese flip phone mobile games. But there are two, two very, very, very amazing entities for which. If not for them, this show would not be possible. And for starters, one of them is you, Chris, my co-host. How are you doing yes. today,
1: man? I'm I'm doing all right, Nick. Thank you so much for asking. Dude, we have a lot to talk about today, and I'm
0: definitely we excited do. for it. Um, but before we move forward, that second entity would be none other than... Chris, do you remember?
1: Uh, you know, you, you would think after 100 episodes, I would um oh right yes yes the mosey gang
0: the mosey gang the, mo- the mosey movers the mosey movers who donate as little as one gill a month to keep our nonsense moving honestly we really couldn't do it without them it's been such an amazing ride and it was so great having a few of them on for the episode 100 that we just did but without further ado shout out to these amazing humans scott kyle aj danny kevin jill brianne matt sam charlotte cameron garrett dan m ryan petros matt m tyos 48 and colton you guys are awesome man thanks for everything yes, thank you, you guys do. uh we're gonna work hard to make sure that your gill is worth it so but before we get into today's exciting episode it is worth noting that we are actually going to be bringing this podcast over yeah. to youtube as you all know we've been scattered across every audio platform you can imagine but starting now we're going to start uploading episodes to youtube starting with episode 101 and over time we will make the backlog available on the channel but for right now we're really just going to pick it up from 101 so please Feel free to find us on YouTube. Give us a subscription. We're going to start putting our episodes yeah, up. Yeah, and, there and
1: if well. anyone who is listening to this episode on YouTube uh, or finding it on YouTube for the first time and you're wondering, man, where are the other 100 episodes of this of this podcast? Uh, we are on <laughs> Spotify and uh, Apple Podcasts and all the all the other places wherever podcasts are sold. Uh, <laughs> and all the episodes are there. Yeah, and then I guess uh, to do some other quick uh, little housekeeping. Uh, we are going to be, I don't know, should we talk about schedule? I think, I think, I think it's good. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, you you can expect yeah, bi-weekly we're moving, episodes. We're moving to a um, bi-weekly format, uh, so we're expect an episode on the first and third week of every month, and, uh, on the last week of every month, we are doing, a dedicated game night which i know we talk about all the time with the mosey gang <laughs> and uh so we will always have a dedicated game night at least once a month um so yeah if you, if that interests you you know you know all the stuff you're gonna hear it we're gonna talk about it <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah uh but yeah i guess with that <laughs> out of the way um let's get into it chris we
0: we uh we got quite a finale here. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I I almost don't know where to begin. Maybe maybe you can jump in. Uh,
1: I mean, where I mean, well, we can. I guess we can start where because maybe, we can maybe re- we'll give everyone yeah. a little bit of refresher because it's been uh, if you've been listening it's to been these episodes <laughs> in real time, it's been a little bit since we talked about uh, where we left off last time. The the amazing cliffhanger oh, yeah. um, where Sung has. Killed, seemingly, uh, Verdot and Felicia. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was kind of, it was really abrupt and was like, this game has had some of those good cliffhangers uh, in between each chapter. But yeah, that one really just sort of was like, oh, okay, like we're, this is the climax, this is it. And like, oh my God, what's it like? The stakes are high, expectations are slightly above that. Uh, and I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go in, and then I was like, you know, we, you know, we had all the other remakes, uh, the rebirth news and stuff come out. We,
0: we have a new, we have a new apocalyptic villain.
1: Yes. Uh, I. Uh, Zerkianade. Zerkianade. Yes. Z- uh, get just Assume that's right. Let's
0: just assume that's right.
1: Uh, assume that's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and he has been summoned, or like I. I'm not sure if they left off last time where if he was fully summoned or he was in the process of being summoned. I
0: I do believe he's fully summoned. The boy boy be here. here.
1: Um, But we start this chapter, chapter uh, 24, which I think has probably... uh, I haven't really been paying attention, admittedly, to a lot of the titles of the chapters. But this one uh, being Limit Breaking Concerto, uh, I think was... I'm like, hmm, okay that's pretty fucking hype. Uh, I like, that. and, uh, yeah. And so we are going to begin our assault on Zirconade and we, well, first I guess we, we sort of get the aftermath of sung and the rest of the Turks. And after, uh, Verdot and Felicia were shot, uh, and it was very much like, Hey, we see Reno on the, on all fours on the ground being like, what the fuck? And they're like, they're, both him and Rude are being like, hey, Sung, uh, was that for real? And my, honestly, my expectation of this was like, no, it probably wasn't. Like, that was going to be my sort of take of like, okay, they're going to make it seem like they killed him and and Elfie slash Felicia.
0: Well, just because it just seems so out of character for the Sung we saw in this game. Right.
1: And everything like, like, hmm, like he will do what he he has. Yeah, he will do what he has to do. But, you know, he cares about Verdot and the Turks to a fault. Right. So it's like even if he would do it, like he would find some way to where he could be like, all right, can we prove our worth and also not have to kill my boss slash father figure? Kind of, sort of. Uh, uh, I mean, I, I would even go so far as to say mentor. mentor. Yeah, he's yeah. more like
0: a mentor figure to Sung.
1: Yeah, and all and all that. And then you know, Sung plays it off as like, "Yep, yeah, what's done is done. <laughs> I had to do it." He plays it off like a Turk. He plays it off like a yeah, Turk. nice, nice and cool and suave. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, then we don't really hang on that for too long as uh, Reno and Rude did not uh, Sung does ride back to headquarters and is like yeah I'm out of here uh, and also worth mentioning that the the bodies of Verdot and Elfie are in the back of this truck where he's also going to be so I'm like alright maybe they're they're building up something right where they're like okay he's going to like knock out the guards driving the car and be like oh see it was a big old joke we got him <laughs> Um, but yeah, and we'll see. We'll 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 get there eventually. Uh, but with all that stuff out of the way, uh, we we rejoin shotgun on her journey, uh, her ascension to the heavens of uh, uh, Zirconade. Well, I wanna I wanna
0: reiterate, and maybe just like paint a little word picture here. So shotgun got transported to what looks to be a very ethereal yes. place, and it bears. And I said this in the last episode, very much like this, the so long ago. I wouldn't even go so far as to say the northern crater. I mean, it definitely bears some resemblance, but to me, it looks more like the singularity chapter in yeah. remake with those sort of like scattered pieces on the yeah, floor, the, the and floor you have is made sort of out of green chunky pixels, yeah. Yeah, stuff like that. So it, it's very interesting to me that the before crisis final level aesthetic looks most similar to remake. Yeah, it is um, kind of
1: funny. And also, yeah, it, it it just reminded me a lot of the the um northern crater. Stage, uh, in Smash Brothers Ultimate when Sephiroth came out, it kind of had also that, yeah, you know, you sort can, of, I see that. uh, yeah, like oh, the land is forming beneath you, sort of in these cubes, you know, of of dirt and and stone, mm-hmm. um, yeah, very much has like a very, a very uh end of JRPG area look to it. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it cool. like it it gives off that that ethereal that same yeah ethereal vibe. Um, and it's you know, I as like final game areas, pretty good. I would I would rate it good. I I mean I like green as a color, so and there's a lot, there's a lot of green, so I'm like, hey, yeah, that's good. Um but yeah, we do got green, it'll Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, a little green, maybe some teal in there. Uh <laughs> but uh Shotgun begins her final uh gauntlet uh before fighting the big boss man. And it there's like these weird like, black bug creatures, and uh, there's this section, I guess, that you can sort of avoid most of them, because they're coming in and out of their puddles in the ground. It's very strange. Again, you know, technical limitations and all that. Shotgun is taking her uh, assault through the the final gauntlet uh, leading up to the boss, and... But first, we have, of course, like a mini sub-boss, and it's uh, a bunch of french fries. (laughs) Uh, It it looks like a bunch of uh, french fries wrapped in, like, uh, a gimp outfit. It's very weird looking. It's a a bunch of crystals. But uh, when I first uh, watched it, that's what I first thought of. And uh, I think it's... uh, Let me get the actual name of the enemy here, because, you know, we have to we have uh, to keep and it. i just want to i just want to make
0: note. we will get into it more especially once we get up to the last boss but for those who are curious at all about gameplay the fights and the combat in this last leg of the game honestly looks like a whole different game at this point it it's is same, on, i was literally same just about to say same mechanics but such an obvious application of strategy and like not this- get out of the way the bullet
1: shoot the bullet get out of the way shoot like it's
0: it, look, it looks yeah, to, really good. It looks really I good. I mean, and
1: to be fair, to be fair, the gameplay that we have been watching up until this point, most of the fights have been shotgun just blasting someone with their shotgun and the fight's over.
0: Especially because <laughs> whoever we're watching is on a new game plus where shotgun's maxed Yeah, it's like super like overleveled, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, so yeah, with this, uh, Zir- Zirconic Guard uh, is the name of this enemy. And yeah, it kind of turns into like a near Automata fight. <laughs> like slash like weird like bullet hell sort of thing where i mean it's definitely it's not you know anything super extravagant but i guess in terms of this game and the other fights like it is kind of like oh yeah this is interesting like uh, the enemy has like a very uh interesting uh sort of attack pattern where it just like shoots these you know kind of shoot 'em up balls <laughs> out out of itself and then it, it spins around i'm like okay in, like, an actual action game scenario, this fight would actually be really cool. You know? And I think if people... If people... I I honestly think it just reminds me of Near Automata, so if you want to... If you want this experience... (laughs) Well, I I I will say...
0: we, We talked about this a little bit, too. Is like... I'm excited to see what they do with Ever Crisis as far as Before Crisis goes. I wonder what this gameplay segment is gonna look like through Ever Crisis.
1: Yeah, because is Ever Crisis going to be... You know my interpretation of what it is is that all like no matter what game story you're playing, it's gonna be that same sort of turn based uh, yes, you know a hot um cooldown system, right? Like you have a bunch of special attacks on cooldown, or at least that's from that little bit of gameplay that we saw that's what it kind of looked like. It's like all right you you have your regular automatic attacks that you probably do by tapping on the dude or whatever. And then you have like oh braver and whatever you know other special if you have materia and stuff too I'm sure that's how that will work as well, um but yeah I I wonder for a more cinematic esque fight like would it be any different, and I guess when you think that ever crisis will itself be a phone honestly game, I just though- want
0: to say I just want to say Square Enix made this way too hard on themselves it just yeah. occurred it just occurred to me now this could have just been a turn based game. Because selecting things on a
1: menu during combat on Honestly, a flip phone is probably so much easier than running around and shooting. It could have been fucking Mega Man Battle Network. Oh. You're just moving on a grid, you yeah. know? And, like, it could yeah. be more active where you're, you know, you can dodge out of attacks and things like that. Maybe you hear that, you know, square Enix. enemies into other, you know? You
0: hear that? Come you guys on. need another flip phone game developed. You don't do it without going through us. Yeah.
1: If you ever think about making another flip phone game, you better consult us first. Call me, dude. <laughs> we'll be waiting. <laughs> I'm going to... I'll keep my phone off silent from now on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I think it, this this fight, again, is very much a sort of, like... Mm, I can see, like, where they wanted to go with this, but just with what they had. Like they try, I mean, this is, you know, a very unique fight in that, like most of the other enemies just kind of like, uh, if they are, you know, melee enemies, they kind of just move on top of you and like shake around and numbers start flying everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and that's kind of how most of the fights go. But like with this, it's like, okay, there's an actual sort of rhythm to the fight. There's a pattern that the boss has. I mean, it's, it's very simple. But, you know, if this was like a straight-up action game, this fight would be really fun. And it's like, man, I really wish that maybe this game does get a full remake at some point, because I feel like (laughs) I see things like this, and I'm like, man, I feel like it might deserve it more than any of the other compilation stuff. Uh, I mean, not that I... You know, hey, Dirge of Cerberus needs one, too. It's kind of hard. Honestly, I would probably put... Because at least Dirge is a competent game. Not to say that this game's incompetent, but uh, it's bare. It's it's barely a game <laughs> before yeah. Crisis. It's basically like a, uh, you know, it's a, a, a visual novel with like a little bit of, you know, stuff. It's not just... I mean, honestly, this game might... It might have been better off as a, <laughs> as a visual novel considering the limitations of the time. But yeah. I don't want to sound like I'm bashing the game or anything because I think given what they had to work with, I think they have did uh, surprising, like, shockingly well. Like, this game, you can go back and listen to the other episodes. There have been times, multiple times, I can think of where I've been genuinely surprised by what this game is capable of doing. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of dumb stuff in it, <laughs> yeah. but I think, uh, you know, it shows a lot of potential, and it's like, super, you know, obvious that it is being held back just by being a Japanese flip phone game you know <laughs> and like if it could if it could have another chance to be a a real boy uh someday uh I honestly think that the best
0: would, you're gonna get the best you're gonna get is this ever crisis take on it
1: yeah probably and that you know hey that's fine that's even good just enough. to have it you know it, it's for for me it's really like just that the game is going to exist in a form that's not this uh <laughs> I think is definitely enough uh, at the very least like i'll be happy i'm happy that you know we're getting ever crisis at all no matter what form it takes right uh hopefully as long as it's not too uh aggressive with uh, okay. any sort of microtransaction and stuff but anyways before at you know our trademark you know going off topic uh we we defeat the the evil french fries the dominatrix french fry uh near automata boss uh, <laughs> and then we, uh, go down what kind of reminds me a lot of, uh, I don't know what, it's giving me like Mortal Kombat vibes almost going down this hallway of, it's like kind of the same, uh, like bricky sort of pathway that we were following before, but it's very dark and there's like green lightning bolts everywhere i mean again it's all it's just a jpeg but you know i (laughs) am i'm doing a lot of the heavy lifting uh uh in my mind which i mean as we'll get on to that's what this game i feel like (laughs) you have to you have to do a lot of uh of the heavy lifting with your with your mind for this but um anyways we finally make it to zirconade and uh in in JRPG fashion, uh, we are just sort of, like, in space? Question mark? Like, we're just in... It's like fighting... Again, uh, it's,
0: it's so strange to me, dude, how much this kind of resembles the end of Remake, where it does ended up yeah. in space, and it's like... Did they just? Re- is that? Was this a before Crisis ending? Is that what that was? Was the yeah. ending in the Singularity the before Crisis representation? Yeah, we were in the before in Crisis remake?
1: universe. Like
0: we had the Dirge <laughs> leg with Integrate and with the Deep Ground stuff. When you see the the people in like the little tubes, but this was our the ending of remake was just before Crisis. Yeah, who knew? That's, I mean, that, knew? that
1: It's definitely feels like it's at very least inspired by it, or and kind of makes me a little bit more interested in being like, oh. Maybe they are going to reincorporate some of the stuff, you know, kind of like how you know they reincorporated. Well, we'll
0: definitely when we get towards the ending, ending here, we'll have plenty to say about that.
1: Yeah, yeah, Um, but honestly, what this reminded me the most of, and a a game that I unfortunately never really got, uh, I was never able to play myself. But Chrono Trigger, if anyone's ever played that, and you fight the big, the big bad time boss Mm -hmm. at the end of that, you are also sort of like in this void this space void, uh, floating in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and there's a bunch of crazy shit going on. But, um, I guess, I mean, I, I, I would like to comment on the design of, uh, of Zirconade here. Please uh, go ahead. Um, it's weird because it, the, it, the model or the, the model, the JPEG of the pause is like too big for the screen <laughs> I feel like, so it's like, I feel like I have to look up an actual, like, render, like we did with, uh, the Fujito's, uh, you know, sort of, uh, his, his, uh, key art, Mm -hmm. uh, because it's kind of, again, it's kind of hard to tell, uh, what exactly is going on (laughs) in this design. It looks kind of like every summon mashed together in some sort of, like, uh... Sid from Toy Story-esque sort you know, of experiment.
0: Y- here's how I'd like to say it. Um, if any of you have gone down the rabbit hole where you look at uh, how angels are
1: described in the Book of Ezekiel... Fear not. It, it's, it seems like that's literally what they just did here. <laughs> yeah, they're just <laughs> like, yeah, we'll put some, like, uh, there's spikes, and it looks like it has, like, bat wings, but it's, like, wearing the bat wings as, like, a, a, a dress... It's, or like a a, a blouse or something. It's weird. It's very bizarre looking. I'm surprised there aren't any belts on this thing. Yeah, I mean, maybe who knows? Maybe you know. Maybe we're just
0: not seeing it.
1: Yeah, we 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 have to we have to find the uh, the uh, the photocopied render uh, in the, from the you know uh, art book that you had to mail in to get. I'm sure <laughs> for this mm-hmm. game. Although I'm sure there's probably some Square art books out there that have uh, Before Crisis stuff in there. Because I did find that that relatively high uh, quality version of uh, Fujito so I'm like ah oh, maybe we'll find one out there and I, uh, maybe I'll comment on it again later but I, I I'm trying to look up for it now but i'm I'm don't know I'm vamping because i'm I'm fumbling the n- spelling of zirconade uh, <laughs> and Google G- Google Google is not helping me okay well <laughs> I went to the Final Fantasy wiki and it's literally just the same image that we see. <laughs> <laughs> and there's nothing Oh no no okay all right oh, you okay got something. there you got is something. I got stuff. Um yeah it is way bigger like there's way more of it that we don't see in uh, in the game which is very weird to me. I'm going to try I'm going to I'm just going to send it to you Nick and uh, I'm just going to send you the link to the
0: Where are you sending it over oh. Discord?
1: Yes, over discord right now. Yeah, like, this is a great it's oh great uh for this God. audio podcast. But I mean honestly, it kind of it reminds me a lot of like a uh a persona boss. I'm, I'm, that's why I'm
0: sticking to biblical angel here. Like that's what this Yeah, and is honest like and me.
1: it it has oh the things underneath it are like the same like the keyblade things that Fujito had on his yeah. arms. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, yeah. Um, and for uh, no belts. viewers at can home, confirm, can confirm no belts. <laughs> no belts, uh, but definitely some key keys, <laughs> keyblade things. Keyblade, and, and like these weird sort of curved. Is it? I don't know if that's part of its back thing or. There's a lot going on. It, there's it's a very busy design for sure. Um, and yeah, for the the, the listener at home, uh, yeah, it's it's if you go to the Final Fantasy wiki, it's uh, it's there, and you'll see some. Um, Presuming. uh, uh, I have a question, Chris.
0: Chris, I have a Mm -hmm. question. Maybe we brought this up earlier. Maybe we talked about this in a previous episode. Maybe I'm—I've just got a bad memory. But did we know that Fujito was Bugenhagen's former apprentice?
1: Um, I don't. I feel like if we knew that, then we would have. Uh. Talked about that. I'm actually I I paused there because I'm actually I scrolled up and that I feels see like what such you're a big now.
0: chunk of information that we huh. might have missed or just wasn't translated right or something. Yeah, maybe again, it was like a, fan a, a throwaway that we're line.
1: Going <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that you know, I mean, I guess when you think about it, or it could just uh, be a
0: fucking thing in an Ultimania, like you know. Yeah, how, like, I mean, we did, see,
1: we did see we did see but I don't think Fujita was ever there. I think that was. Uh when we were doing all that stuff with red, I don't I don't think Fujito ever showed up there. Although I Hmm Hmm I don't know. We might I might we might have to return on that, but if that I like and I went to the page for Fujito and it doesn't say anything <laughs> about that at all.
0: But if you go to zirconiade's page, the second paragraph yeah, it's, it it's right. It there. says it
1: there. But yeah, it doesn't. And if you go to his page, it says nothing. That is very bizarre. And this that is, is where this is Demented where we really. This is really.
0: This is really. This is why I'm glad they're doing it, because like through remake rebirth, they really huh. got to correct some of the inconsistencies between the compilation.
1: Yeah, and that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like a lot of the compilation stuff because it feels so. Um, you know everything was sort of it's like a standalone thing almost it felt like cuz everything it felt like an it, i mean if it, it is an anthology but it feels it feels that way also where everything is sort of tangentially connected but like also like it also feels like they've gone and things and with this game in particular i i am willing to forgive stuff because you know I'm dude, sure there's probably dude. stuff on it, like you said, like an Ultimania or something. I fell, down, uh, I
0: fell down a rabbit hole, and I just want to share this with you and the listeners. Um, it's, sure. about, it's about Bugenhagen, and it's got nothing to do with it before Crisis, but I promise we'll get back into it, but I don't know where else I could slip this information in. Anyway, <laughs> the etymology of Bugenhagen's name has two inspirations. One, Bugenhagen is named for a character of the same name in The Omen in the film, bugenhagen is an archaeologist who relates a great deal of the lore of the antichrist to the protagonist so they may stop him additionally bugenhagen has a historical and philosophical namesake johannes bugenhagen was a deeply influential figure in the protestant reformation and was called Dang. the apostle of the north for his work in bringing the lutheran the luther Lutheranism, Lutheranism L- to the northern L- yeah. German city states and the Scandinavian <laughs> kingdoms is the best part. However, he is perhaps most famous for being Martin Luther's pastor in Wittenberg.
1: Oh, so just a fun fact of where they plucked the name Bugenhagen out of. Interesting, and and to to help tie it back in, there was a scene. If you go down on Bugenhagen's thing, it does say the ty- like a literal sentence about before crisis that. The one thing that happened with Bugenhagen there is, oh, he did speak to Fujito there, <laughs> and there's a picture as well. <laughs> so to answer that question, yes, I guess Fujito was there. Um, but <laughs> I I love that uh, that is probably the most off the <laughs> off the rails thing. But that no, that's really that's super interesting though. And now honestly, I feel like we might have to, I don't know. We might need to watch the Omen, bro. <laughs> yeah, might, might, yeah, might need to watch the Omen. Might need to read some Wikipedia pages. Well, because I mean, when you think <laughs> but,
0: about it, if, if I've never seen the Omen, but if the guy Bugenhagen was the dude who like understood the coming of like the Antichrist of the Apocalypse and fed that information to the protagonist, I mean, that's essentially what he's doing in FF Seven, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's basically the purpose, the so exact same purpose he watch- serves there.
0: We should watch The Omen and compare the Antichrist to Sephiroth.
1: Oh, Jesus. Who knows? <laughs> that And that ties into stuff we were talking about before the podcast. Bro, next thing anyway. you know, like
0: we're, we get to the end of the film and he's like, I will never be a memory. And then we're just that Leo DiCaprio meme, like, right there.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, anyways.
0: Anyway, back to
1: Before We Crisis back to we, let, let's let's fit let's get we, we can't we, we kept the people waiting long enough and God knows we for what's coming they they don't need to wait any longer in, in anticipation for what is coming so we're fighting zirconade right he's got a lot of weird keyblades and stuff and it is very much from this point forward this game goes full anime full jrpg. You had a famous uh,
0: quote about Dirge, that this <laughs> was some shonen ass shit.
1: Yeah, that yeah. You know what? We're back. This is where this We're is where back. it all began, baby. Uh, so yeah, we literally get a whole thing of like, okay, it's you know, oh my god, my attacks are ineffective against it. What am I gonna do? And then, four uh, seemingly random Turks show up, <laughs> uh, being nunchucks. Two guns and Rod, which I love. I love Rod because it's the only one that sounds like it It could actually actually be his name. name. Oh, what's your name, Rod? Oh no, uh, that's your designation. No, that's my name. Not Rod. Rod. Rod (laughs) I'm Rod, and I'm the Rod Turk. (laughs) Uh, Which I, I was the moment when this happened. I'm like, man, I feel like this game should have been a game where you're playing as a party of Turks and you can swap between them depending on what enemies you're fighting. But again, the limitations of this game being on the type of platform that it's on is like, man, like they, they could, ab- they could absolutely not do something that complicated. If they couldn't, if they couldn't launch final fantasy 15 without allowing you to play the full party, they as sure as fuck. We're not going to do it with before crisis. <laughs> uh but yeah th- this was like the the final moment for me where i was like man i i have lamented before in in episodes uh with this that i'm like man i've i've wanted i want more turks i wish there the turks were more involved i mean sort of looking back across the game now now that we're at the end i'm i'm thinking more and more and i'm like man this game was just kind of like You know, like, there's some new stuff in there, but a lot of it was stuff that we already knew. And we're just, like, experiencing it again through this uh, Japanese flip phone uh, screen. You know? It it seemed very weird and almost kind of... uh, Actually, you know, when you think about it, this is kind of like, hmm, what if Remake was, like, a remake? Like, I kind of feel like maybe this is sort of our... Like, hey, if, if Remake was just a straight-up one-to-one remake, maybe, yeah, maybe it would have been, like, not so... Like, it would have been disappointing, right? Because it's kind of like, with a lot of the stuff going on in this game, a lot of it is going through the events of Crisis Core and, um, you know, stuff that we knew with, like, Nibelheim and stuff like that. And it's just not kind of like, that, yeah, we got... Go
0: ahead, like, go we sorry. got...
1: Yeah, no, 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 you go.
0: I was just going to say, not only that, that. But- there's a lot of loose threads in this story that never got tied up by the mm-hmm. end of Dirge. There were a lot of loose threads that... Oh, yeah, got... and we'll get
1: there. And we'll get there, but get there. Shot, if we did a shot-for-shot...
0: If we did a shot-for-shot remake of FF7, all the Dirge stuff would be unanswered. All the Before Crisis stuff would be unanswered. Like, it just it just makes sense they did it this way, and I'll leave it at that.
1: Yeah, and the the thing, like... I. I don't want to really shit-talk this boss fight all that much because it is is—it is meant to be the final boss fight. It kind of sucks. <laughs> it kind of is like... Well, it, only in, like, I feel like if there was... If we had, like, a proper build-up... I mean, again, we're also fighting just, you know... It's a kind of another JRPG trope of, like, oh, we're just fighting God at the end. You know, like, we don't... Yeah. There's no attachment to Zirconade. We didn't even know who Zirconade was until, like fucking a day ago you know in game time you know it's like what is this thing we didn't even have a name for it for a long time we're just like oh no it's the the big evil and I just I don't know I feel like maybe because I'm more used to you know maybe a Sephiroth or a Genesis where there are sort of or even Vice I'll even give I'll throw Vice in with this (laughs) with this uh, analogy of like an enemy and like a sort of the final confrontation being something that like okay Like, there are, there's a sort of attachment here, there's a connection, and it's not just like, oh, you're the big bad, that is like, if we don't stop you, you're gonna, you know, like, I just, I don't know, I, I, I feel like it definitely works against this game, and then on top of that, this whole fight trying to be, like, this very sort of cinematic sort of thing, where I, you know, credit where credit is due, like we were talking about before, when we were fighting the, uh, Dominatrix French Fries. Uh, there is, you know, there's stuff like, oh, you know, he's like launching shit out and, you know, there's like a certain, you know, he does the, you know, he fires a beam, he fires the hype beam, and then it's like, okay, you dodge that, and then he, like, he has like a pattern of stuff, and like, there's a little, like, as much depth as as this game is allowed to have mechanically, right? Like, they Mm -hmm. put out all the stops for (laughs) these last two fights, which, you know, I guess, hey if they're going to do that i mean we'll we'll talk about where all the budget really went later on um <laughs> but you know in terms of mechanics like you know it it's hard like i don't want to be too hard because it's you know it is something that is so crippled by the the time that it came out and the platform that it's on it's just it just seems like unfair almost to to sort of dunk on it for being very limited and very sort of basic right um but you it also can't really talk about it without bringing that up, you know. And it's like it just, you know, sort of makes me want to believe that, you know, whatever the Ever Crisis version of this is going to be, it will, you know, it's not going to change the plot, maybe. I mean, who could, maybe, who knows. Um, but, you know, I, I'm not expecting to be like, man, I'm going to feel this beef with Zirconade later, you know. Because um, I also kind of look at Zirconade almost like... Uh, Chaos in Dirge, right? Where it's like, Oh that yeah. was the big bad, but you know, this Oh, well, Omega, like a, I think you mean Omega. Oh Omega, yes. Yeah. Um I'm thinking I was thinking of uh, Strangers of <laughs> <in> Paradise. Uh <laughs> um but yeah, it's just like that I don't know. Like I feel like I would sort of like not mind the sort of like oh, I don't really care about Zeta Raid that much. <laughs> because it's a cool-ass fight, right? And it's like, oh, this big-ass spectacle fight, right? Like, I would forgive not having a connection to the final boss if it was a cool boss fight, but considering that the most that you can do in this game is literally move up, down, left, and right and shoot, uh, you know, <laughs> what what can you do? But uh, as we continue on with this fight, uh, you know, we go through all the tropes of, you know, the... You know, shotgun's fighting, then one of the other Turks comes in and, like, throws a couple punches and is like, oh, man. And then shotgun's like, let me back at him. And he's like, all right, you better save some for me. And, like, you know, it's very (laughs) – it's all very cliche. And, I honestly, it's I I think it's kind of funny. Um, And as we progress, uh, we get to, I guess, the second or third phase almost. And uh, shotgun gets hit by the, you know, the big old move that is – going to take her down, right? And then we literally have another moment where I I was kind of confused at first cuz like the screen goes black and I hear like cuz I'm thinking like oh, maybe this is when the rest of the Turks come in and like with their powers combined, you know, uh through the power of love and anime and friendship, uh they can defeat the big evil, but it go it cuts back to text Uh, that says, I'll tell you all about space once I get back. This ain't the end of my dream. And I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) Is that Sid? And then, sure enough, you see Sid's portrait show up. And I'm like, wait, is Sid coming to save the day? And then as they're like, uh, you know, Shotgun is like, oh, yeah. Man, I guess it sucks that Sid's never going to be able to go to space. (laughs) And then it, it goes down the line... Of uh, then we go to Nanaki next, and Shotgun's like, man, yeah, it really sucks. I would love to help you go back to your homeland, and then y- Yuffie is there as well, and then Aerith is there, and then Shotgun literally, <laughs> literally goes, I can, I still have this, the will to go on. I could still, I can come back from the brink of death and pull this uh i get with the power of belief from my friends or at the very least acquaintances uh (laughs) these people it's like i get it right like again is another sort of limitation because we don't really spend a lot of time with these characters um as shotgun so like the connection really isn't there but like it you know I guess you're supposed to sort of imprint yourself onto whatever Turk you're playing a little bit and maybe sort of have that sort of like, oh, like your connection to these characters, not necessarily the connection to the character that you're playing as, which is weird. To me, like and I'm that's trying just, to,
0: I'm trying to make sense of like why were these four chosen, right? Because she met other characters from the original. Yeah, where's too. Bar-
1: where's Barrett? He's where's, still holding that rock. I mean, and Corel. Where's Cloud? Where's Zach? You know,
0: but when I think about uh, what separates, what separates where these, any of
1: the other Turks,
0: exactly. I think what separates go. these four, right? I'm trying to figure out what separates these four from the other OG party members that she met, and. When I try to think about it, I feel like when it, I see Yuffie, doesn't... when I see Yuffie, she showed shotgun yeah. the dark side of Shinra, right? She saw the kind of impression. Yeah, that's Shinra... when the
1: that that was her first sort of like, oh, am I working exactly. for
0: the big bad evil guys? Like, yeah, it, Yuffie <laughs> kind of led to shotgun actually questioning herself and whether or not what she's doing is right. As a parallel, Which... when you look at Sid. Sid is, like
1: an example. Uh, I'm gonna go to space. Like it's an exact. Yep. Like she thought it was so cool, right? She's like, I mean, she like yeah, she yeah, it. she was a Sid stan, for sure. And Absolutely. it's like, I mean, yeah, like I get it, but also I'm like, is it really? I mean, I guess, kinda like I'm like I don't know if it, it did it did feel very weird, because um, like yeah I get the Yuffie stuff and to the game's credit it you know when the when Yuffie does show up she does kind of talk about that. Of like, oh, you know, if we only had tried harder, did, you know, would, you know, less children out there hate us or something, you know, like something along those lines. And I'm like, okay, like there, again, this game does this stuff where a lot of it seems very sort of, uh, very dated, very old and very sort of constrained. But there are times when it's like, you you kind of, you almost had something, you know, you kind of like. Well, I was, put gonna ask, cause I was going to ask
0: because I was going to try and conflate the four of them. Like, what do the four of them have in common? I've got three of four figured out. And I think what it is, and you might have to help me on Aerith, because Aerith is the one who's, I can't quite remember what she did and didn't share with Shotgun. But Yuffie, Nanaki, and Sid all shared their dreams with Shotgun. They were all open about what their dreams of the future had. Um, I yeah, can't remember not... if Aerith did that. I can't remember if Aerith
1: did I that. I don't with think her. so, but I think from what I remember, I feel like Aerith was just more of like, kind of, kind of almost how, you know, with Aerith's sort of ability to be that sort of like, Oh, like you make me view the world in a different perspective. You know, you're you're <laughs> one of those types of people. Like she kind of does that for, for Zach and cloud, like a little bit more closely. Cause like, I remember, you know, when we met Aerith, you know, we, you know, fell through the ceiling in the whole nine yards. Right. Uh, and I feel like it, it. there wasn't that much of, uh, especially when compared to the rest of them. I mean, I honestly was a little bit even surprised with, like, they went with Nanaki and just be like, I mean, I guess Barrett makes the least, like, if Barrett showed up, it would make the least sense because they had, like, they literally only, re- like, interacted for... Like, 20 minutes, maybe? Like, they went, like, she went through him with, uh... Well, there was the no impact.
0: With there was no exchange of impact, right? At least, yeah, you, and like, at least with Cloud, you know, Cloud had a big impact on Shotgun.
1: Right, yeah, it should have been Cloud. Like, yeah, I feel like there could have been other people in there. And I thought maybe they were going to go through, like, everybody. Like, kind of like how they did sort of they did that with uh well <laughs> that's Cerberus. why i'm trying to
0: figure out is like is it that they it's the ones who shared their dreams with her because three out of four fit the bill and the only reason Aerith does it is because i literally just don't remember
1: yeah and like I mean I'm sure if we go back maybe and, and look at it maybe it'll be like oh okay maybe there was they had some sort of a connection right but shotgun also kind of had a sort of like hey I get along with everyone sort of uh, yeah. personality you know and as you know the protagonist of this game like you're kind of, like you kind of have to I guess to certain like just to you know like yeah no we, get, we don't have time we don't have time for <laughs> we need to be right. very A and B with this shit you know um But I don't know. Yeah, like there are definitely some shades of it there. But yeah, all of that aside, though, the all this build up to our I my friends, I believe in my friends and my friends believe in me moment uh, culminates in shotgun unlocking her ability to do a limit break, which is something that I was not even like conscious of. Because I'm like, yeah, because most of the fights that we see are over in two seconds. And it's like, why would you ever need to use a limit break, right? Exactly. It didn't even occur to me that she didn't have the ability to do that. And also that that is something that you have to be able... You Like, that is a power level thing. You know, like, you can't... Like, nobody, like, you know... Little Timmy down the street was isn't born with a limit break. He has to train himself to a point and, you know, I guess what the game is sort of implying here is that, you know, it is a mental thing as well that you can unlock your full potential. uh, Cause I'm assuming that's what a limit break is. Right. I mean, you're, you know, I guess it's weird because I never once in my time of knowing final fantasy have ever thought about what a limit break is. Right. I always was just like, Oh, it's, it's a timer that goes on the screen. And once it fills up, you could do a big special move and that's it. (laughs) I never thought about the logistics of, a limit break and I got to give this game credit no other Final Fantasy game has made me think about a limit break before you know or like try to rationalize an ATB meter you know what I mean <laughs> or any of that sort of stuff or any other mechanics in, in any of these games right Um, but I, I just think that is probably the hypest thing to come out <laughs> of this ending um, and it's something I honestly because I was thinking about all the other stuff that happens that I kind of forgot about this moment even though the the chapter is called Limit Break Concerto, uh, which is also hype as fuck, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, and I ha- did you did you feel did you have any of these thoughts <laughs> during this moment, Nick, or am I just uh, a rambling madman?
0: No, 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 no. I definitely <laughs> share a lot. I mean, dude, I I sat there trying to figure out, okay, what is the thread that unites these particular four? You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, and go ahead,
0: go ahead, go
1: ahead. Yeah, no, I was just gonna say that, like, it really, like, you know, sort of continuing what we were saying earlier of like, you know, this game is trying its very hardest <laughs> to be, it is, it is limit oh, sh- breaking itself, uh, to try and be like, all right, we need to sort of surpass all this, you know, all the other stuff we've been doing and make this, you know, because this is the end all be all sort of moment. And
0: I-, I was gonna say, as far as the limit break stuff went, um. I thought it was an amazing twist. I don't even know if you call it a twist. I just yeah, like, it like was, it's, it's it was weird. a good job. Like honestly, I'm actually really upset that a final fa- the Final Fantasy game that ends in a limit break was this one.
1: Yeah. Like, like imagine it, imagine
0: it, that's how OG ended. Not OG. Like this is, imagine that's how remake ended. Like yeah, you get like to the end of the highway and you unlock the first lit. Your whole party gets limit breaks. You know, like. It's such a like good th- this idea. This game's
1: version of the Omni Omni Slash moment, uh, yeah. which again, also it <laughs> it sort of is like, all right, is this sort of baked uh, baked down, a watered down version of this stuff that we've already seen <laughs> in OG? Which again, not to take away from it because it is a cool moment. I just you know, with everything else, with the, what this game is, like it it doesn't really sort of it. You know, it doesn't have, it still doesn't have that impact for me personally. I mean, it's cool. And the like, the concept of like, you have to unlock your limit break, basically. And that becomes, you know, a thing that you can do. Like, I like that concept, right? But in practice, it's not really, you know, p- fighting against this big, big, uh, god demon thing. Uh, and, it, you know, the game looking the way it looks. It just, it like, it. Uh, It really sort of is... This is, again, the ultimate sort of version of, like, man, this game had a lot of potential. And just because of the circumstances in which it released and the times it released in it, it became something that could have been more. You know, but... With that said... Given uh, their
0: limitations... I, I still, think they pulled I, off the JRPG. The trope, best that they could do. The best, like as, the best you could do on a razor flip phone.
1: Yeah, like honestly, like for the time, I'm sure this was very, sort of impressive, especially if you, uh, compare this game against other flip phone games that were out at the time. And we've definitely talked about that before. Uh, but yeah, I I I, I don't want to rag on it too much. Um, you know, because it does it does feel unfair to a certain yeah. extent. It's like man, you know what? Pong really just didn't have the level of depth that I wanted. <laughs> no, the plot was shit. In twenty twenty, I played Pong in twenty twenty two, and I gotta say, kind of overrated. Uh, <laughs> um, no, but uh, with with shotgun uh, unlocking her limit break and uh, defeating the big the big evil, uh, and we get a a bunch of different sort of uh, shaking images <laughs> implying that something is happening. Uh, but you know they do like kind of have little moments uh like little moments of uh you know Zerkanate's like blowing up like it kind of cuts back and forth between sort of like a environment shot and then like a close up of Zircone blowing up and you know it again it's kind of effectively a slideshow but you know I think it's it's pretty decent for what it is. It it it, it conveys what it needs to convey. <laughs> I guess we'll leave it at, <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Um but also, sort of, um, interestingly, because as uh, what we see Reno and Rude running up, I guess, to join the fight. And they see, oh my god, Zirconade's in the air and everyone else is up there too. Uh, you, you, we can't see them. Uh, <laughs> but we, we just assume, yeah, everyone's up there. We don't know what's going on. And then Zirconade blows up. And then we cut back to Aerith. Uh and she's at the um, the infamous um, rude getting stood up by that girl uh, Christmas tree uh, <laughs> from from many chapters ago, and then she goes, "It's snowing." And then the camera is slowly panning up into space, and we see that it is snow snowing question mark. Although I'm assuming it's probably meant really? to be like. <laughs> Kind of like how uh, (laughs) at the end of remake when, you know, the when, uh, you know, all the sort of the flutters in the sky as the that's what I first thought defeated.
0: That's what I first thought immediately where my fucking tinfoil hat F7 brain went. But uh, I know what it is. What is
1: it? It's probably remember, you know, in the opening of ogff seven when you see all the the green because it's kind of hard to tell like it does look white and I'm like I don't maybe is it, is it supposed to be green? I think it is
0: snow. I think I think it actually is snow in a weird way. Like it could like be though. It could be similar to those white dots. Oh god, like Zirconay brought
1: brought forward the nuclear winter.
0: <laughs> it's some shit, I guess. But it looks. It wore, too I much guess we like averted snow. the
1: nuclear winter and we just have one nice night of snow and <laughs> the it's weird because the idea of weather in uh, in Midgar is kind of a weird concept because <laughs> well, ne- we've never
0: that's why my head canon is that it's snow and to Aerith this was like a call from the planet
1: I got yeah Cause they
0: show you Aerith at the end like that's it right yeah yeah
1: yeah it shows Aerith and yeah we, it pans up into the space and then we watch the snow fall for a little bit and kind of what I uh, I like how the, and this is literally the end of the chapter Uh, so just to just to you know recap everyone we we went up and fought the big boss we killed the big boss and it it literally just ends (laughs) like we cut back to Aerith. I, i shit you not you can look it up the zirconade's defeated and then it cuts to Aerith, and she's like it's snowing and then the camera pans up into the sky and we see the snow falling and then we get one final shot which is a flip phone under a spotlight and we see that it has uh the shinra logo on the screen and then the screen goes to black, yep. and then that's it. <laughs> and you're like, so that's the end of the game. Yeah. <laughs> and well, there is more. There is a epilogue afterwards, which we we will get into. Um, but I was like, when I first saw that, I was like, wait, really? I I couldn't believe after all that build up, like, they left huh? us off like without. It's like, just like game of the game of thrones it where they're just like oh yeah it's over yeah whatever it's like dude here's the thing here's we the don't thing. have time to explain anything it, it's over we we the good guys won <laughs> That's it's it. like
0: they let us climax but they didn't let us get dressed again they kind of no. just left us there like okay see ya look
1: <laughs> yeah we're just this game leaves you in a constant state you, of you post- mean you don't want to stay the night and
0: talk you just you just <laughs> wanted to finish and get out of here that's kind of how I felt leave it I have one
1: shoe on already
0: like legit like before I could even get out of the bed before Crisis left
1: (laughs) went home uh, I felt used (laughs) (laughs) just like yeah just as you open your eyes back up you just hear the door close you're like what? what? huh? what? (laughs) it's so Weird. It's like it's it because the game did a really good job of the build up to this sort of this climax, and like you know, I I get it that bro, we were so
0: hyped. (laughs)
1: Yeah, like, I'm like, oh, man, I can't wait to see... Man, I... (laughs) I went back and listened to the last episode that we did just to, like, you know, sort of uh, remember some of the stuff that we had brought up and, you know, just to, like, refresh myself as well. Yep. And, yeah, at the end of that episode, we were like, oh, man, I can't fucking wait. Oh, man, this is (laughs) like, you know, like, like we said at the top of this episode, it's, you know, gonna be... Some big like they're 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 building up something big like you know it's yeah. gonna be you know we're gonna have the big boss fight whatever but you know oh what else is gonna happen what's what uh, you know and the fact that it just literally like we defeat the boss and then it just like straight to credits well yeah. not straight to credits because there's an epilogue but in for all intents and purposes because this epilogue is um I. Mm, Doesn't it's not a great epilogue, (laughs) Mm -mm. in in the in the sense of like the story of before crisis. It's really not the best epilogue, right? Um, Which I guess unless unless there's anything that you wanted to add about the the ending. Uh, Honestly, I have to be
0: honest. I have to be honest. I'm way more interested in talking about the epilogue. Yeah.
1: uh, So there is well there is stuff to talk about in the epilogue for sure, um, which starts by the way of. Sung is being sort of interviewed by, you know, the the heads of Shinra and, you know, sort of being debriefed. And, you know, because at this point we're thinking, oh, well, you know, the Turks were sort of the enemies of Shinra or, you know, they sort of became, you know, they were to be sort of done, you know, with Shinra. And, you know, as we're, you know, Sung's being like, yeah, you know, so whatever, man. I did it. I don't care. But then, as all that's going on, Rufus comes in with Reno and Rude, and uh, man, I would love to see like a if someone like recreated this in like uh, <laughs> actual artwork or something because it's kind of Unreal it, it, Engine Five. It feels it feels like they're trying to do an iconic shot of like you have Rufus in the middle and he's flanked by Reno and Rude, and there's like the ray of light behind them. And they're standing in a doorway, and I'm like, man. I feel like this would look really cool if they had all the, like, the updated uh, models and stuff. And who knows? Maybe we'll see. Uh, I'm just, I keep I keep thinking of Rufus at the end of Remake and, and sitting in his chair. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we get uh, the scene that we were kind of, like, thinking about before and being like, oh, how does it happen? Where, you know, how do we get to the point where the Turks are, like, the enemies of Shinra back to, you know, being, uh, working with them again? and Rufus just comes in and is like hey i think the turk should be alive and president chenor like that's preposterous and he's like ah but it's really not though and he's like yeah well i i guess i taught you will, son well, i think <laughs> part of his
0: thing i think part of his thing is like hey look verdoe is out Verdot's out yeah, I, elfie's out he, all those people that were in your way they're out and i've like he's basically like and i'm running this bitch and there's not yeah. a whole lot President Shinra can do about it.
1: He might, be like, pres- yeah, I mean- he might
0: be president of the company, but is he really going to sow the seeds of dissent in Rufus and the Turks?
1: Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's you know, one of those things where, like, we kind of saw that they were building up, like, you know, Rufus was going to use the Turks as sort of, like, a bargaining chip. You know, because, like, well, not necessarily a bargaining chip, but, like, be like, hey... If I do this stuff for you guys, you guys, you know, you can roll with me and be like my own little personal army, my own little, uh, you know, internal uh, police in in a way uh, for when you know things when I when things go bad. But then he doesn't, you know, things work out in his favor anyway, and he doesn't have to throw a coup against his own father. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we we then cut to all them on. Uh, I guess, the roof of a Shinra tower. And, uh, you know, Rufus is just like, yeah, you know, I didn't do this for you. (laughs) I did it for me. And, you know, Sung's like, yeah, you know, thank you and all that. And he's like, yeah, just, I don't know, do a good job. (laughs) Make it worth my time, you know? Um, Well,
0: when you think about it, like, Shinra would be kind of out of options. Because when you think about what the Turks are doing, they're kind of monitoring Aerith. Well, not kind of. That is what they're doing. They primarily. are, yeah. That
1: is their express purpose. Especially now that since there's, all, they went from like a couple, you know, maybe like a dozen or so of them to just three in this in this cost. Uh, well, they, the L- Reina. they have El They yeah, have
0: El Reina as well. Like not yeah, not, not all this... of that dozen got taken out. Like they still have El Reina. They still have Cisne. Um, I'm trying to think. Well, if no, because
1: Cisne Cisne was well. Hmm. Well, I guess, yeah, because in Crisis Core, she's in Gongaga, but I could have sworn that she was part of, like, the final uh, assaults on, because we see, like, at the very beginning of uh, Chapter 24, they do, like, a sort of recap thing, like, sort of being, like, last time, previously, on Before Crisis, and you do... Cisne's picture is, is on there. So I think Cisne was involved, but I think... You know, because we did talk about this before that because this is technically the first appearance appearance of Cisne, aka Shuriken, which is she didn't I don't she didn't even have an official name until Crisis Core I think. She was I think just meant to be just another Turk, but either you know the design team or somebody whoever they play testers or something were like ah you know maybe we should do something more with that character and I think that's when she so I think in in terms of this game she is now missing along with all the other Turks uh, named after weaponry.
0: Which would make sense, because again, I think the only Turks we get to see in OG are Rude, Reno, El Reyna, um, and Sung. I'm trying to think if there's another one Yeah, and I mean, at this
1: point, remember, well, I mean, at the point that we are now, Elena is not, um, she's not a Turk yet. Uh, But maybe, you know, the game doesn't go into this, but I now assume, because after the stuff that happened with her in the chapter previously... Um, And all this, the little stuff that we got with her and now, oh, her sister's gone now. Yeah. So maybe be like, oh, this is like this event spurred her to even further be like, all right. Yeah, I'll be a Turk, whatever. And, and excel well, at the only um, Turks, dudes.
0: The only Turks that have been named are the following. Verdot, Sung, Vincent Valentine, Reno, Rude, Cisne Elena. I kept saying yeah. El Reyna, but that's that's a Kingdom Hearts yeah. character, and they actually look alike. I actually think El Elena was the uh, inspiration for El Reyna. But anyway, um, yeah, those are the only ones named, which is interesting. Like it doesn't yeah, and, it appears they don't yeah, consider and, those weapon names well, to be actual names.
1: Considering how they uh, sort of treated the rest of them, I sort of get why. But uh, again, we'll we'll there's definitely more stuff here. But I what I will uh, just to continue forward here uh where because we had mentioned before um you know cuz we kind of sort of uh get our you know they're like hey yep there's only three of us left and you know we're kind of like uh, you know we're a shadow of our former selves but uh you know as they as the sung is about to do his epic speech we get an alarm oh no there's intruders 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 <laughs> intruders in mako reactor 1 and you're like uh-oh it's time, literally, I think, like, a. <laughs> I don't know if this is supposed to be the next day because I have not been, they have shown dates throughout this game, but I, I have not paid attention to any of them. Uh, so I don't know how long it's been since the, the you know, the Zirconade fight, uh, but I like to think it's literally the next day. <laughs> and they're just like, we were one day away from OG starting. Uh, and if they, and if Shotgun didn't defeat Zirconade with the power of friendship, uh, OG would not, never have happened. <laughs> and that we just literally just did it in the nick of time but I, what i really want to talk about is that we get a scene where all the budget was spent yep. in this game where we get a close up of sung's uh portrait art and there is like a four frame animation of him taking out his uh taking off his ponytail or you know undoing his ponytail And becoming the song that we know and love uh, in OG. Or know know and love to hate (laughs) uh, in OG. And I thought that shit was cool as fuck. And that was another thing too where I was just like, oh shit, really? Like, this game has had like zero frames of animation. (laughs) So it was like, you know, it was nice to see that they like, oh okay. They, They had the moment of... You know, sung that transformation moment that we were talking about and have been talking about for a while now. It's like, oh, this is meant to be the symbolic version of that, right? Or the, you know, like, hey, like, I have, have some begun, really bad news. Sung, sung is reborn I have into some the really bad news. Know.
0: Chris, I have some really bad news. Oh, God. The sung ponytail has been retconned. So I just went back to the remake. Wait. Fla- I went back to the remake flashback scene to when he's dealing with baby Aerith. And he's got long his hair's undone. Mm, but he
1: has it he has it in Crisis Core Reunion in that that oh! two frames that you see him.
0: Okay, I didn't he know what is it. going on with Sung's hair here, man. If it's supposed to be a signal of identity, they need to fix this. Cause in this Aerith baby scene little girl scene I should say, he's got it all <laughs> long. baby. She's a little baby. But he's got it all long. It should be ponytailed. It should be. It should be.
1: Ma- I mean, who knows? Maybe it. Maybe that was that was before we've even seen him here. So maybe he did have it down, and then maybe Verdot's like, "Hey, It'd look a lot better up. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap it up, Sung. Oh, you know, <laughs> give the enemy something to grab onto. Uh, or well, no, mm, you could go. People could take that statement and run with it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I honestly, I, I. I like this scene a lot because I do like this symbolic gesture of like, oh, this is him, you know, transitioning into the song that we know, right? The only thing, and kind of I'll go and, you know, it kind of ties in the stuff that we will get into. um, Because as of now, we don't know. At this point, uh, the rest of the Turks are missing in action. And we kind of even right after the scene, we get a sort of official report of uh, the leader of Avalanche assassinated Verdot, the former leader of the Turks, terminated nearly all of the Turks missing in action, signed Rufus Shinra. And you're thinking, okay, well, that's maybe a, uh, you know, that could be a red herring, right? That could be, like, I mean, because Rufus, you know, I I don't think it'd be above or uh, beneath Rufus, <laughs> I guess, to uh, to forge a document, right, to, to write a false report. Um, but yeah, then the confusing thing is, is that after that, I would expect this to be like, oh, okay, we're gonna, you know, but the events of OG are happening. So I guess maybe not. But I was gonna be like, oh, maybe we're gonna cut back in on, you know, the rest of the Turks waking up in a field somewhere, you know, or or, or something, right. But then we get no, nope, we get a little uh, sort of ending thing of like, oh, and thus a new crisis begins. And then credits. <laughs> Like legit credits, they got even. They I love that they have taken, uh. You know they're doing like the slideshow thing, uh, with various JPEGs that we've seen throughout the game, and uh, technically, I guess that would be the end of the game. But there is another part to this epilogue, uh, a a I guess would I technically would be a post-credit scene, <laughs> uh, for this game, uh, where it jumps we instead of getting any sort of other stuff, we jump right to when Meteor is falling. And you're like, oh, okay, all right. Uh, so I don't, at this point, I have no idea what to expect because I'm like, all right, well, we we obviously brushed up with the beginning of OG, right? And then, you know, the credits rolled to be like, all right, yeah, now OG happens and you know the rest. Uh, <laughs> so I'm like, what could this possibly be? And then when I see that it's when Meteor is coming down, I'm like, okay, like, wh- where is this going? What's going on? And then we see Reno come in and, you know, Roots coming in, then Elena comes in. They're all talking like, hey, you know, they're evacuating Midgar, right? And you're like, okay, cool. And we get to see Elena in her Turk outfit. It's really cool. Uh, and then they meet up with Sung, and then some debris falls down in front of them, and then Reno goes... Oh man, well we have to, you know, we got to get this debris out of the way to evacuate the rest of uh, sector five. There's no way only the four of us could move all of this, and I was like, you're not fucking doing this right now. You're not fucking doing this right now. And guess what? From out of nowhere, we get a text bubble from question mark, question mark, question mark that says to give up is unforgivable, right? And then they turn around and they all go. They do the exclamation uh, mark, uh, question mark thing. And everybody's there. Verdot is there. And the rest of the Turks are there. And they're all doing their action pose. <laughs> and they're there. And everyone's like, yeah, oh my God, Verdot, You're Verdot. Guys, you're back. And they're like, I, I, I'm, let me just double check. It's like, I don't even think they say anything. Okay, yeah, no, it, it, it does, Verdot does talk uh, after the the cool, uh, <laughs> everyone's cool pose scene. But uh, he just says, hey, what's the matter, chief? Hurry up and give us our orders. And it's sung then goes, uh, yeah, listen up, Turks and former Turks. This is an emergency. We must rescue the remaining civilians and evacuate them at once. And then it cuts to black and then it says, got it, on the screen. And then... And then? The the piece de resistance. It says Finn at the end. And that's it. That's the end of the game. Um... Um, so here, here, here,
0: I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. We're going to, we're going to start. I'm going to start by trying to be positive positive. <laughs> okay. and then, and then okay. we'll move on. So uh-huh. here's what I think they're trying to convey here. Um, uh-huh. As somebody who moderately enjoyed this experience known as before crisis, here's what I think they're trying <laughs> to convey is that nothing is successful without the Turks. Zack doesn't get away without the Turks. Um, A lot of our heroes don't get away with some stuff in this game without the Turks. Um, The new crisis doesn't get an opportunity to be solved without the Turks. I think the whole idea is these are the heroes in the shadows who will defeat the apocalyptic being. Not all heroes wear capes. Not all heroes wear capes. Sometimes they wear suits. Suit and ties, baby. (laughs) And they'll kill the god in the ethereal sky that looks like chapter 19. Anyway, so... I get that. And I get that they cut to Meteor to show that this is the next big task the Turks will take on. Mm-hmm. Is that they'll go and when Meteor's coming, they will evacuate everybody in Midgar, thus by making up for their misdeeds of dropping the plate on Sector 7. Are they fully redeemed? No, but these are the Turks. One hand is dirty, one hand is clean. So I, I like that sort of full circle. We're at the beginning of the game. They're s- responsible for the drop of the plate, but by the end of the game, they're responsible for evacuating everybody. So, I just mm-hmm. want to say, at a base level, <laughs> I like that stuff. I think, <laughs> I think that's cool. I will say this ending, fucking tripped all over itself, dude. Yeah, it tripped yeah. all over it. It just kind of. I think that's again putting it as lightly I, as possible. I feel like I was in my early twenties. I was in the bed with before crisis and before I even realized I had finished before crisis was Mid-nut. backing up,
1: backing out of the out driveway, of
0: backing out of the driveway, leaving screeching. me there. Like, wait, what? Entire
1: screeching? Yeah, exactly. Tires screeching. Dogs was, barking. <laughs> Midnight. That's just exactly gone. what this is. It's just <laughs>
0: gone. Like I would have preferred the blue balls, man. <laughs>
1: Like it's oh my god! It's not bad. Yeah, it, it's just it, it just like it could have used another two yeah, chapters. It could honestly, yeah, it could have like if the epilogue was just more than like, yeah, that's it. And, you know, like I feel like there there definitely could have been more. I mean, obviously, like you know the whole sort of surprise reveal that oh everyone's here including Verdot. but ruined the alive.
0: Ruin the ending. The ending. I- I'll say that too. That ruins. The entire ending. I like, felt, Verdot I, being
1: there ruins it for me. I, I like, Verdot I, the,
0: and, like, the rest of them, dude. Like, I felt like it was nice, neat, and clean. We got to the end like of this. Like, Verdot especially I, I'm pissing is special. I dog. Mean. I'm starting to rile up my dog now. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like we got to the end of this game. Yeah, don't
1: transfer that energy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can't help it sometimes. But we get to the end of this game, and it's like, oh, that's why we haven't heard about Verdot and Shotgun and Martial Arts. Because they're Rod. all dead. They're all freaking dead. Makes perfect sense. Need yeah, been, We can move on. And then we see all the evacuations in the sector. I'm like, oh, look at them carrying out Verdo's legacy. He'd be so proud. And then it's like, oh, he's here.
1: <laughs> oh, he's here. Hey, I'm hey, like, guys. You just took What's all up?
0: of the emotional weight you out just, of this finale. Whoop. You
1: took... Yeah, so that's the... And then something that I brought up in our sort of uh, pre-recording. Um, something that sort of like... It almost... Like, you know how we were just talking about how cool it was, that scene in the previous epilogue, where it ends and, you know, uh, Sung, you know, he undoes his ponytail and, like, oh, it's him transitioning over. And now, because this is the part of the game where we have to come up with our own headcanon, uh, because there just literally is just a huge gap in the story and nothing else, as far as we know, explains it. Uh, who knows? Maybe it is explained in a book. Maybe in the kids are all right or something. Maybe they say something yeah. about I don't know. Uh, but. It kind of ruins, like you, like kind of what you're saying. It ruins the impact and kind of hurts Sung's character a little bit because if he knew that they were all alive this whole time, it kind of doesn't feel as good. Not, not at all. I think Kobe agrees. Kobe does Uh, agree. I mean, I, I,
0: okay. I I won't edit those. I edit some of his barking out at least when I catch it, like mid-editing. But maybe I'll leave these ones in because it's nice to know he's as frustrated as we are.
1: (laughs) 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 But, yeah, I mean, obviously this is, like, the biggest – well, not the biggest. It's definitely a letdown, right? And it's, like, I feel like I I don't know how to feel about it. I felt like I had – literally when I watched this for the first time, I, like, I stood up. I walked. I went outside, and I took a big, deep breath, and I just was, like – there's that. That can't be real. Like, I must have hallucinated <laughs> that. Like, there's got to be more. And I like I even I came back in and I looked and I'm like, nope. that's the last video yeah. in the playlist. Yep.
0: Uh, See me. Me. I kind of I'll do exactly what I did. I started rubbing my hand on my forehead and I just went.
1: Oh, my God. I dude. just, went, I
0: just <sighs> I can't wait forever. Crisis.
1: Like, I, I, just, I didn't I did not think to look because t- uh, to be fair. Uh, most of these videos, um, you know, they have like you know, kind of decent views for what this what this is, right? Most of them don't have comments though. This episode does have comments, and I didn't even think to look at them, but there are a lot of people with their theories in there um, uh, about what how Verdo is still there, and it involves Sung using the full cure materia, which. I didn't even. Th- I totally forgot about that. That maybe. So okay. Mm. Huh. Hmm. Because yeah, remember in the flashback sing, uh, the flashback sung, uh, scene with Sung and Verdo, and we get all his backstory and stuff, and he gives him. He gives him that full cure materia. Remember. Yes. And that's how that. That's how that chapter uh... ended. So. <laughs> I guess. I guess maybe I would accept that. But I still don't like it. <laughs> even even if that is what they were trying you know, well, to do. You
0: know why I don't like that too because it's like all right, so like why do not we just give so, yeah, everything just I give said Air- basically. Why didn't we just give Aerith a fucking full cure materia then? Like come on.
1: Yeah, it is literally like it, it is it is basically the full, the full cure materia is the the macguffin of like just like oh yeah, they're it just, it kind of, it is the worst case scenario, if that is true. Because, I, I like, I'm thinking, like, now that I was reading that, I'm like, oh, I do remember that. But I thought, like, I, I don't know. I thought that was more of, like, a, I don't know, a symbolic gesture, you know, of like, oh, here, here's, take this full cure material in case you break your arm or some shit. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you know, I didn't think it was going to be like, oh, you, and you know what, also, again, I mean, this game, like, you can't really convey subtlety in this game. So it's something where like if, okay. if there on. was I, I any w- sort of, I was I just gonna,
0: I was just gonna interject. So Grimoire Valentine actually elaborates, the guy who uploaded all these videos, elaborates yes. on the situation. Out. So here's what he says. He says, no, according to On the Way to a Smile, which was like a, which was like a I little I knew it novell- was a book, it yeah. had to be a book. They all survived, all the Turks survived and went into hiding. It is revealed that Sung is rescued by three of them after he is struck down by Sephiroth in Final Fantasy VII. Reeve Tuesti slash Kate Sith is secretly still in contact with them, including all oh, the whole time. And hey, here we go. We got, we got more. We got more. And now he says, who knows? One thing is certain, and that is at least Verdo survived since he appears in On the Way to a Smile, which takes place like one or two months after this incident. However, he is no longer able to say the word family so that most likely means that elfie slash felicia's vin diesel's
1: arch enemy
0: and then we have one more it is unknown whether or not she survived being shot by song the only thing Mm. we know is as i mentioned that she is dead shortly after meteor fall indeed sears was a fantastic friend and ally to elfie he truly did everything he could in order to save both elfie and the planet and that's remorse explanation
1: yeah uh I, i'm sorry i just think the idea of like he can no longer say the word family and i just the internet has ruined my mind so much that i just immediately am like oh yeah fast and the furious yeah family. <laughs> um but i mean <clears throat> excuse me um i guess because i mean elfie was dying right but that was because she had the the zirconade materia in her right yeah, like, and like, so like we, was she into her skin yeah and then she went into a coma, right? And then she wasn't really like I'm trying to remember what happened after that cuz she was like I I was under the impression that she was going to probably die anyway. Yeah. Right? Like like she was eventually like like she it was like kind of too she was too far gone to save her, right? Uh-huh. Um so All right. I mean, okay. Now, with all this knowledge now, which I'm glad that this happened, like, live during the episode, because... Well, I have, one, uh, I have
0: one more thing to interject that I found. Yes, please. So apparently, Verdot throughout, and this is according to... Again, this is again according to On the Way to a Smile, case of Shindra, Verdot continued to watch over everything that happened in OG, and even provided Sung, El Reyna, Reno, and Rude with the information on Rufus when rufus went missing in calm not long after the events of ff7
1: oh okay so verdo not only was verdo around he was he was you know omnipotently it's, watching so rufus, everything play so, out
0: so rufus wasn't staging a coup, a coup this whole time
1: Verdot was I mean, hey, with all the stuff that he's been through, I feel I, honestly, if if Verdot was like, hey, no, I want to, I want to head Shinra, I'd be like, yeah, cool. Because like I feel like he has he has more of a claim to that shit than Rufus does. Yeah. Because Rufus is just like, oh, I mean, it's my daddy's company, so of course I'm gonna take it over, right? Uh, but yeah, no, Verdot went through some actual real shit, and I think would maybe deserve, and you know, he's a decent enough fellow. I guess so. I'm like, yeah. You're not. You're not. I mean, if you bring him
0: back, if you bring him back for rebirth or whatever, just kill him. I
1: just make sure you kill him when it's done. To me, this sort of like this almost signifies to me, or solidifies, I guess. uh, We're gonna see Tuesti come
0: back. We're gonna see Reeve on the phone with somebody, and you're gonna see. You'll see just like his mouth, right? And it'll be question mark, question mark, question mark, and he'll be feeding. Like, Reeve information, and, like, everyone's going, mm-hmm. who is that? And then you and I are going to be, like, two of the... Uh, two of, uh, like, oh. the 6,000 people in the world who know
1: who that is. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be... Game's you game's going to sell 12 like, million copies. 6,000 of us are going to know be who like it is. It'll be like the Kunsel moment in Remake, Exactly. You know? When you're like, what? Who? Huh? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I... Okay, now, now that there is a... I, and I, I fucking knew that it was going to be explained in a book... I knew like in some book somewhere that I'm sure that there was probably some justification for this. Um, which, I mean, it, it definitely, it doesn't necessarily change my opinion on the way that it was handled in the game. Because I am a firm believer that you shouldn't have stuff that is very crucial to the story that you're telling be told in optional material. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, I mean, Yep. I mean, well, hmm. Hmm. Also, dude, because... I would not
0: be nearly as angry about this ending if there wasn't the fake out kill by Sung, right? Because that that move yeah. by Sung, you're like, oh, that's like, what, what I turned was... him, you. You see him kill them, and you're like, that's what turned him into a bastard. Yeah, I to and do that's that what, fake and... death, and then to bring them back anyway. It's like, no, why wasn't it just? Hey, listen. Same thing Cisne did for Zach, right? Where Cisne radioed in, "Oh, I lost him. You know, if you saw Sung do the same thing Cisne did for Zach, yeah. and was like, "Listen." You and Elfie get out of here and live a life away from Shinra. And then it kind of just reconvenes from there. That is infinitely better than I'm going to pretend to kill them, which sort of explains why I turn a little more cold in the future. But then it turns out none of that actually happened.
1: Yeah, that he's, you know, playing. Yeah, and that's what I was going to get to before we had this little revelation here. Um, But yeah, basically, like, because I felt like if he, if Sung knew that, that, um... Verdot and everyone else was dead, right? And that he's like, alright, I'm gonna follow through, follow through with this, you know, promise that I made to Verdot, right? And, you know, become the, the, heart of the leader of the Turks, the heart of the Turks, and yada, 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 right? And that he f- is, you know, carrying on his will. That, to me, felt a lot stronger. Me too. And, like, was like, okay, like, this explains a lot more, like, why he is the way he is. But, now that it is sort of an act, and that like he knew the whole time, and like this is the type screw of screw this, this is cheap like a, ass play. Yeah, this is a this is kind of a bad way to do a sequel sort of thing, or not a not a sequel, a prequel, where it's like now this sort of raises a lot of other things, and then you just explain it by being like, well, oh, he knew all the time, he just never said anything about it, <laughs> no one ever asked, so. Yeah, (laughs) he never brought it up. Like, I don't know. It's definitely a a weak thing. But again, before crisis was like the beginning, right, of all this stuff. Or, you know, like, at least where, you know, I'm not sure how they were thinking of it in the grand scope of things. And like, it kind of really is like a the biggest piece of evidence that I could point to where I'm like, man, with, you know, maybe crisis core being uh, an exception. All the other compilation material just feels like <sighs> tacked on. I just, you know, pret- in a lot at of ways, point, where, dude. At
0: this point, dude, I kind of just focus on what I'll call the compilation trilogy, which is Crisis Core, OG Advent Children. Yeah, those are like the high. And those are those are the
1: strongest yeah. of all. You know, I mean, and even Advent Children's not like, you know, honestly, it's so funny because I used to think, you know, I I always thought Advent Children was cool, but I'm like, eh, it's it's kind of a weak. Thing like it's cool well, visually. I, I and, don't even you know, think it's
0: meant to like hold up with other entries in the comic. Honestly, I think they were just doing. I think they. Were, I think they mostly did Advent Children for fun because they had all. Yeah, this it, new it tech. honestly it they felt have, like yeah. the
1: epilogue of that Before Crisis just had, but for OG almost of like yeah, here's a little. I mean, it had a little bit more stuff in it, but it was it. it didn't really go too deep into the stuff that and that, like that was my biggest letdown with uh, Advent Children is like I, I was expecting it to be. A little bit, m- like, no, double the Midgar, a little bit the more. Midgar,
0: but the thing, I guess the Midgar section of OG is longer than Advent Children.
1: That is like, true. That is true. Like, and it was there, I mean, it was
0: there because they want, honestly, they wanted to make cool action scenes. Because they became yeah. obsessed. When they made, when they started making all the cool fucking action scene cutscenes, Square Enix became obsessed.
1: Yeah, and hey, uh, I, I totally get it. Yeah. Because so was I. Yeah. <laughs> I mean hey, I watched uh I would watch that uh f- the end fight with Cloud and Sephiroth like on repeat. I had like a a video file that I played I would play that on. Well, shit, I had Advent Children for my PSP back in the day. Uh and that's where I watched it for the first time. Uh believe it. I'm sure I've mentioned that before. Um but yeah, I would just I would watch that and the um the fight between um uh, Sephiroth, Genesis, and Angeal I still and watch Crisis that. Core. I still watch that fight all the time. I watch, yeah, like, every couple months I'll just, like, load it up and be like, oh, yeah, this shit Oh, we're gonna see it again in Reunion and hopefully... I mean, I think it'll probably be the same, too, because f- f- based it's on what we saw so from...
0: It's gonna look so good.
1: It's gonna look so good. It's gonna
0: be in 4K. It's 4K uh, <laughs> HD! 60 FPS!
1: But... Yeah, I mean... I guess to... to I guess uh, tie a bow on how I feel about the ending now. Cause now I, I feel it's complicated now because I was very much, very easily going to be like, it was, that's, you don't end a story like that. <laughs> you, you just don't be like, Oh yeah, ah, they're here. Don't worry. And just be like, Oh, well, ha- what, how, and just ah, don't worry about it. We're here. We're going to save the day when you need us most at the end. And mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we've also been like hanging out in a cave this whole time. You know (laughs) it's just it it, i still don't like it but i do like the idea that this would potentially lead to having these characters show up again later on in in rebirth and stuff so like maybe who knows maybe we run maybe we run into the cave you know if the game's open world we run into a cave and then we just see a bunch of uh (laughs) see a bunch of suit and ties on the ground you're like huh
0: now, who might That's that? That's weird. Be?
1: <laughs> who's who's throwing a cocktail party in a cave? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I still, it, it definitely, it, it felt, it left a, a bad taste in my mouth. And I mean, I, I kind of like with dirge. It's like, all in all, like I still don't get me wrong. I know I've been sort of uh, very negative, I guess, on, on Before Crisis, kind of jabbing it all the way, all the while that we've been talking about it. But I still enjoy it for what it is. Like, do, I, I may have a lot of issues with it, but I still enjoyed it, and I love talking about it, and like, there's a, there's so much, it's it's almost like watching a beat movie, right? In a way, like where it's, I mean, and I don't know, that sounds like harsh, it's kind of like watching The Room, right? Right. Where it's like you could still enjoy it for what it is, but it's like it, there's there's obvious issues going on here, you right, know. Yeah. Where it's like, I don't think that they intended for it to come across in any of this way, but you know, in in terms of in you know we've said it a couple of times even in this episode. Like I think just the the limitations that they were had to do all this under like really, you know. It oh yeah. Really comes through and it's like, man, like they really couldn't have like a just a have a part three of the epilogue maybe. No. Nope. Have a have a mid credits scene, you know, before <laughs> let's just have twenty you know, let's be like Lord of the Rings, you know. That that came out recently. Well actually no, I guess Return of the King wouldn't have been out when this game was out, but um you know, I it just, it does. It, I feel even weirder now knowing all this other information. But, um, I overall, just to give, like, I guess a basic, like, sort of general feelings of how I feel about the game overall, I think it's pretty good for what it is, uh, being a, a Japanese flip phone game. And I think it's actually, it suffers from the problem of being like over ambitious for what it can so. do. And it has so much promise and it makes me so excited <clears throat> not only for Ever Crisis, <clears throat> excuse me, but um, possible, you know, ca- these characters being reintegrated into Rebirth and whatever the third game's going to be. Um, it Yeah, it's just, it, it, it I feel the same way I felt about Dirge, where it's like, eh, I mean, there's there were some good oh, things I liked, in there. I
0: liked Dirge way
1: better than this. I mean yeah I guess from just like a, an entertainment value uh perspective I guess I, I I think I got more um enjoyment per second out of dirge than I did this but you know that again it's just another we- weaker part uh, of the unfair yeah. yeah it's an unfair judgment because you know <clears throat> the game is what it is right and it's like just like yeah they if they had a little bit more power in there and they had a little bit more space <laughs> to you know put in, you know, just a little bit of extra stuff in there. Like, I feel like they're definitely, it's, I'm super curious to see what their Ever Crisis version is going to be, because if, you know, because with this game, you know, we have the, we have the, uh, the fortune of our protagonist being shotgun, but it could have been one of many like Cisne could have, we could have played a Cisne, you know, like, could, like, is there, is shotgun going to exist in Ever Crisis, are any of these other ones... I mean, I'm sure they are going to exist. Are they going to have names? Are they so. eventually going to have... Are they going to become real boys and girls and have have names? But, eh, I don't know. I would also love to see Shotgun just still be called Shotgun. And she'll always be Shotgun to me.
0: <laughs> It'll be interesting to see what they do. Um, you know, my problem is, like, at least when I look at the new trilogy, right? Mm-hmm. We have... I guess, actually, suppose we, before I get into that, I will do the same as you and I guess put my bow on this. It was okay. Yeah. It was okay. I'll never watch it again, but it was okay. Nope. Um, <laughs> uh, I think it's easily, I mean, and I you could have guessed this going in, but it's definitely the weakest of the compilation. However, there's a lot of this stuff yeah. I would love to see recontextualized in the future, but speaking of like all these new Turks and Verdot and all of this, it's like, we have so many characters to deal with, and we have new circumstances we have to understand. Like it's all, already, mm-hmm. we have to make room for Zack and Biggs, and that's a lot of it's a lot of character real that estate. That is a lot. It's yeah. a lot of character real estate. Um, and, and now we're thinking they're thinking of bringing in. We, we think we might bring in G- Gen- Genesis and Angel and Minerva and, and all these. Kinds. And like this, Cisne. It, we cannot please, <laughs> please. Anyway, <we laughs> like cannot. if any of
1: these characters come back, please. yeah, Sisney, please. But, like, Let it we be can't her. we
0: can't make th- – are you ready? Uh, three, yeah, no, th- and two, that's – and I
1: one. I feel like that was sort of the before, issue. Uh, I mean, as much as I love the idea get, of, like, uh, the Turks being, like, I feel a, like I was kinda, you know, a, I, game, I a, a big group of people, I, I like, this. I sorry, think I got, I got this, the I Turks so. function a lot better um, as a sort of smaller group of, like, a smaller group of elites, right? Yeah. And especially – I mean, because when you think about it, the turks are meant to sort of like replace i guess what like the first class soldiers were because like you know when you think about it you know you had a couple of the turks before and like i mean they were still there but they only ever really had as far as we know like what three first class soldiers ever at one time you know and none and none of them worked out
0: every first class soldier (laughs) ended
1: ended in disaster and they're like, huh, so maybe we should have, like, you know, guys that are, like, maybe not as powerful as, you know, say, a Sephiroth or any of those guys. Well, but, look, you know, right, they could look, still get shit done. They were
0: <laughs> able to control Vincent. They're, they weren't able to control Sephiroth. You know? Like, say what you right. will, like, again, Vincent got cucked by Hojo. They had him under control, man. <laughs> they they had him under control. The Turks are just easier to control wow. than soldiers. Um
1: yeah, and they're willing
0: they? to experiment them on on them too. Like they fucked with Vincent, we know, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I do one thing I will say that I did enjoy even though we didn't we got we should have gotten way more of it throughout this game is that uh the Turks themselves sort of exploring their own sort of emotions in regards to what they do. Yeah. Right? And they're trying to sort of humanize the Turks in a way like more than just being like, "Oh, you know, you have Rito and rude that are like, you know, the Abbott and Costello. But I'll say of, this of actually, Shinra, you know,
0: hold on. I'm going to, I take something back. This actually does kind of explain song's attitude in remake because he knows, he knows the long game. He knows the long play, right? He knows Verdot is out there, you know, mm. it, it kind of like, I mean, you think about that scene where rude and Reno are feeling remorse, but song kind of has this sort of, um, absolutist or fatalistic attitude about it. I mm-hmm. ironically enough,
1: like, hey, it, yeah, it, you know. I'm not
0: saying it's the most satisfying explanation, but what I am saying is it can explain his sort of attitude in remake. You
1: know what? I just thought of something because, you know how, uh, you know we we were talking about how Verdo and Sung are kind of you know he's his mentor sort of thing, yeah. and him, Sung becoming the uh, the uh, living legacy. Mm-hmm. of Verdot maybe and we're kind of how we feel a little bit weird about how oh Verdot's alive that's weird like that that kind yeah. of is weird honestly makes me a lot more understand the people that are scared about Zach being alive yeah and what that means for Cloud because when you when you take you know yeah one of one of Cloud's, bit, like, best scenes of, like, the, the whole living legacy scene. A character-defining
0: is... moment, quite literally. Exactly.
1: And now if, you know, if Zack ends up being alive and then Cloud knows about that, what does that do to him, right? Well, it's not I'll, like...
0: I'll say this, and we talked about this in one of those last episodes. You know, if mm-hmm. you go back through Remake, literally, like, a shadow of a mention of Zack... And it triggers it gives cloud the cloud headache yeah. right literally the, yeah the his name's mention,
1: only brought up once his name's
0: yeah. only brought up once but there are other things right like when, yeah
1: even the slight suggestion like, we're ba- like hey, when Barrett friends?
0: says but that doesn't give him the headache right like but when mm. like Barrett says or the, is Stamp too scared to bite the hand that feeds him or is he mm, a loyal yeah. little doggy and then boom he gets mm, fucking hit Zach with the it. puppy yeah, yeah. Mm. little little things like that anytime Zach is. Anytime someone says something that can remind Cloud of Zack, he gets the headache. So mm-hmm. that would make me think that if Cloud were to ever see Zack with his own eyes, it would break him.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I, th- I think so. And like, I, I totally um, say <sighs> because I'm like, yeah, I, 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 I want to say, yeah, that would that's true. Or that's what would happen, but I'm I'm still I don't know how the game's gonna go about.
0: Okay, but like if Aerith but, like, says the word that, Zach, okay, Aerith just says the word Zach, and he has his biggest spaz. Well, session yeah, in the
1: yeah, game. he's the b- biggest yeah. spaz
0: session in the game in the playground where if she says Zach, he starts going fucking nuts. So it's like if just saying Zach drives him nuts, what is seeing him has to be an explosion.
1: It has yeah, to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, and. I mean, yeah. I just, mm, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to go. I don't want to go too far into this because we, we will. There, I just, I. <laughs> there's a lot because I'm, let's, I'm let's thinking of it so in. much let's stuff right it now.
0: In. Let's it in. Back to before I'm
1: brain waving, and we've there. We've gone on so many tangents in this episode. You know what I think, Chris?
0: <laughs> it's, it sounds to me like, based on the last ten minutes of this conversation. It we sound, kind of
1: run out of things. to It say sounds like about we're done with before
0: crisis, and we're ready to theorize
1: about rebirth. We're ready to close the book. Yeah, I mean, and you know, kind of. Yeah, I I think at this point, you know, I'm glad I'm glad that we did this. I'm me glad too, that we experienced too. before crisis together and and with you, listener. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> having us here along to um, he ease it. <laughs> Ease, yeah ease the the not the pain cuz it wasn't a pain to go through like i i enjoyed every every time we did an episode of this and i think it uh this one might be a, one of our most like our longest running uh compilation stuff right or at least it feels like it was uh it's um, close cuz I, I don't think dirge was as long and i think maybe crisis core was maybe about uh, maybe not as long but I think. crisis or, I core was if shorter it,
0: crisis core was like 12 yeah crisis core yeah.
1: is actually yeah way shorter Um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like I still enjoyed talking about it, but you know, when you like, now that we're on the the opposite end of it and like looking back on it and it's like, yeah, there's a lot of not so great things about it, but it does have its own charm. Definitely. You know, it's very, it's very Gumby, (laughs) very Gumby-esque charm. And, you know, I think, yeah, I, I, seeing where they're going to take it going forward and maybe... You know, Ever Crisis will, will f- change some stuff around, improve upon some things, maybe at least even give us a scene of like, mm-hmm. you know, sung in the back of the truck or something with Verdot's body and being like, oh, okay, you know, because like that's, I even said before earlier in this episode that I've like, I thought that that's where it was going. Like, my expectation was that he was, you know, he kills Verdot and Elfie, right? But then it's going to be like, oh, no, but he didn't, though, because he wouldn't really do it. Yeah. You know, he just wants to put on a show for all the goons. You know, they're like, oh, yeah, he's dead, right? Yeah, throw him in the back, whatever. We won't check his pulse out, ah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we believe you. Yeah, we were there. We saw a bullet come out. Uh, <laughs> we heard a gunshot. It's fine. Uh, but, yeah, I, it's just I, I've. I'm the most annoyed by that. There is no explanation in the game, and then you have to find it out by reading a book. You know, yeah. like that. That's my that's my biggest gripe with it. But all in all, there's a lot of quirky stuff. There's a lot of silly stuff. I still want to, you know, just to to think of a couple of highlights from this game for me personally. Um, the the rude uh, love affair uh, side episode where I. Man, I wish we got more of that stuff, too. I just... I, I don't know. I wish, I wish this game didn't turn into, like, hey, let's meet all of the... You know, let's meet the OG FF7 cast. It, when, started, you know, taking it were...
0: started taking itself too seriously at a certain point.
1: Yeah it, started, yeah, it started a little... The experience felt too much on rails. And then it's just, like, it felt very predictable after a certain point. But I think the first kind of third of the game uh, is kind of where it shines most, where you have, you know, like, you know, Azul showing up and, you know... The, the, like we were saying the rude ep, uh, chapter and like things like that and I'm like yeah this is the stuff like I wanna you know I wanted to learn more about the Turks I wanted to see the Turks just kind of interacting with each other more you know and I feel like it just became too much of like a hey my OC is ha- was also there for all this crazy stuff <laughs> from the game the original game you know it's I don't know it just felt it did feel a little. Strange, but when you think about it in, like, that Crisis Core came after this, and how much more focused that game is, and the story is for that game, I'm like, okay, well, at least they sort of maybe recognize that they could have done better with that stuff in there, and be like, okay, yeah, we can, you know, we can sort of iron this out a little bit more, and focus the story a bit more on these newer characters, and, you know, make you develop a connection with these characters, which... They, you know, I mean, I feel uh, uh loosely connected to shotgun, I guess, because, <laughs> you know, even though she is meant to be sort of a, uh, a plank of wood character, she, you know, th- you know, b- and I only say that because the fact that you can choose between several different other Turks to play as, and I would imagine that most of them probably like, it's not like they have like line changes or anything, especially in a game like this. I think it's probably, they probably say the same things or, you know, they don't have like little you know, affectations or whatever for each individual Turk or anything, but um you know, I think for, for what it for what the game was, it's fine. It's totally fine. I would give if I was to give this game a rating, I would give it like maybe a four out of ten. I'll give
0: it a four and a half. Just to, I, would, just I was it had like, maybe, a, night, just maybe a
1: five, maybe a four. I think it would depend on, depending on what uh, day you ask me. But yeah, it's very, you know, I, it's great for what it does. But uh, what it does do is not particularly like they, they didn't go in. They didn't do it. They didn't go as hard as I feel like they could have gone in certain ways. And then they, it seems like they relied a little bit too much upon the stuff that we already knew. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ah, but, hmm. And maybe, hey, maybe that's remake, you know, sort of rewiring my brain to be like, yeah, I want you know, seeing certain things from other perspectives are cool, but I want new stuff. Yeah. I don't need to just have familiar thing and be like, I remember that. I know what that is, uh-huh. uh, you know, which I feel like a lot of <laughs> a lot of things kind of do that, especially nowadays. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Kind of disappointed, but I'm also happy that we did it
0: me too um, and i look forward to seeing what kind of uh what kind of references this will get in the yeah, FF7 and, and
1: i'm i am so sorry <laughs> to all the people that were like us expecting like oh man it's the big old climax and then as soon as i'll never forget when i watched this for the first time and then i'm just like oh no we have to do a podcast about this. <laughs> like there's nothing here but hey there's there was stuff here and like i said there are so many good things that uh you know that happened in this chapter and in the other chapters mm-hmm. but yeah when you look at like little little tiny pieces of this of this puzzle you look at and you're like oh okay that works that that's done really well but when you look at the final comp- completed product you're just like um uh, mm, mm, yeah it's missing more pieces than it's, it's not a you know bit what there, I mean? yeah. <laughs> um but yeah i don't know i think uh I'm done spinning my tires on before crisis. I'm ready. I'm ready to to go back to bed where I u- used to once lay with before crisis and it's it's halfway out of the state right now.
0: <laughs> uh I mean look, I'm I echo a lot of the same sentiments as you. Um it's good to know that they went up from here and that things for the most part yeah. got better out. Yeah, of like
1: that. yeah, for all intents and purposes this was the first like compilation material, right? Yep. This was Am the, I wrong? No,
0: this was the first one. Um, I think yeah, they were so, really just getting their feet wet and trying to see, like, what they could do, what they can't do. Yeah.
1: Um, so, like, I will for, I will forgive a lot of the sort of sloppy storytelling stuff and them not really knowing necessarily. Because maybe they didn't have, like, a concrete, you know, they're like, oh, you know, we tell this, like, you know, Turk's perspective of, of certain events and stuff. But maybe didn't really go beyond that. Yeah. You know, maybe they're just like, uh, they didn't know what else to do. Right? Right. So... I think uh yeah it, it is nice that they it, they did eventually they did get better with each one depending on what your opinions of dirge are i guess um <laughs> makes sense but but, uh, but
0: all in all like i enjoyed it but i'm glad it's over <laughs> and i won't be yeah, watching no, no more
1: anticipation <laughs> and yeah we can you know we can you know 10 years from now we can look back and laugh and be like i oh, remember before crisis <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> barely. <laughs> I'm forgetting it right now as as uh, we are ending this episode. We'll I am, it, it is, is leaving my mind <laughs> already. Um, but I guess um, before we end the episode for realsies, we should uh, probably do. We should have done this at the 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 beginning of the episode. <laughs> but, uh, 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 uh,
0: actually, okay. Um, maybe let's, maybe uh, we can, let's let's cut. We'll cut at the end and then we'll put it in the beginning. And I'll cut. Okay. And I'll cut all this out too. So if you want, to call all this out. If okay. you want to throw yeah, no, yeah. back in, we can.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Three, two, one. All right. So yeah. With that all being said, um, I'm ready. I'm ready for what's next. And you know what? Uh, what what is next, Nick? What 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 are we gonna talk about next time?
0: Well, I'll tell you what the next episode will be. We're gonna from here on out. We'll mostly be diving into, you know, our thoughts on Rebirth, maybe some theories, maybe some deep dives on, like some of the stuff we did before, some deep dives on the lore Mm -hmm. or hidden secrets uh, scattered around OG that were only optional and you had to seek them out. Um, But the next episode, we're actually going to talk about Sephiroth and Jenova and how Mm. much of which side is in control. Because, you know, it's been obvious this fan base is split. There are some who think Genova's calling the shots, some who think Sephiroth's yeah. calling the shots. I think it's symbiotic, but to what degree, I don't know. We're, I mean, we have, we have discussed it we discussed uh, previously it before. Times, but what, what we'd like to do is flesh out all sides of the argument in an unbiased manner, you know, state their cases, and then let like, you, the viewer decide what you think.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and we'd love to get your guys' input on, on stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We want to we want to generally have some more input uh from from the audience cuz we had such a fun time doing uh episode 100. Right. So we definitely want to uh yeah. Yeah. If you guys, you know, hey, you don't have to you don't have to join the Discord. I mean, you could. You totally could if you wanted to. Uh <laughs> but you know, hey, you can send us an email.
0: Hey. Exactly. Long-time
1: listener, first-time caller, you know.
0: Anytime. <laughs> Anytime, but uh you got anything left for
1: no, no, I am, today? I am, I, I am limit braked. I'm, I am, am limit broke.
0: I've broken my, I've <laughs> broken my limit as well. So, uh, <laughs> would would you like to do
1: the honors of counting us down? Sure, sure, I would love to. All right, three,
0: two, one. <laughs>